Welcome to today's episode of We Were Just Thinking. I'm Shaylin. And I'm Melena, and we're here to rant, be better, tell you what we're into, think, show gratitude, and send you off with a thought to ponder. Welcome to episode nine. Welcome if you're joining us for the first time, and thanks for coming back if you've joined us before. Let's go. My rant, probably because I've been traveling, well, I traveled to Atlanta to catch my first flight. We Most people know how Atlanta traffic is. But then, in the Virgin Islands, I drove on the left side of the road for eight days in an area that has really bad roads. <laughs> but you're on the right side of the car driving on the left side of the road, mm. which is a real mind game. But believe it or not, I felt like the drivers there are extremely courteous in a very strange way. So if you are trying to turn right, remember you're on the opposite side of the road, so you're mm-hmm. going over traffic. Someone will stop while they're driving just to let you turn, which would never happen here. No. <laughs> so That would probably be dangerous. They yeah. get annoyed when you're like, what? What's going on? Because <laughs> they'll stop honk for you to go but in your mind it feels weird because you feel like cars would be coming but that is the car that would be coming so it's just this weird mind game but I noticed from on my way to Atlanta and on my way back from Atlanta there were several lane closures and you know people had to get over and it always just blows my mind how people won't let you over so two things in particular if a lane is ending and you see the notice like a mile before and you try to do the right thing and go ahead and get over because one of my huge pet peeves is people who like go all the way to the sign and then want to break in front of you. (laughs) Uh, But you're trying to get over and people are like, no, no. But I'm like, okay, but in a mile, you're going to be even more frustrated that I'm trying to get over, you know? And it's just interesting to me because we're all driving less than a mile an hour at this point. Why... Would you not let someone over? Uh-huh. It's just so strange to me. And then here in North Carolina, it's actually our law that if you see a police officer or a wreck or something like that, you're supposed to change lanes. And I kind of just assumed that was nice driving etiquette everywhere. But if you see someone with their car blown apart on the emergency lane and partly in the right lane... Why would you want to drive through that? Like, well, yeah, that, <laughs> wouldn't you that, just get over? <laughs> I'm totally on board with that. Jeez, please. As far as when you're trying to change lanes to get away from the accident. Yeah. And no one will let you over, so you're forced to drive by it. <gasps> or I just stop, and I'm like, okay, I'll just sit and hold up everybody. And, I mean, Asheville's the worst, too. Like, whenever there's, like, absolutely no reason for traffic to be held up, it's super held up. <laughs> but... To keep waiting for there to be a reason. We could be, like, making this better. You know, it's just called, like, fluid driving. Like, let someone over when it's time. It it just doesn't slow you down. And I always want to say, if you're in that big of a hurry, you should have left yesterday. But it's true. Like, people act like letting one car or even three cars is going to slow them down so much. I have to make reference to our notes because it makes me so happy what you wrote. You're like, we're all going in the same direction. One car won't hurt you. Right. It's just... (laughs) That's crazy. Phrasing it. So anyway, I'm back on the road tomorrow and I'm already like getting my brain ready for the drama that will ensue. But I just feel like if you're on the road and you see an accident, get over. 
And if you see that the road's closing and all of these drivers aren't going to have anywhere to go, then let them over. And I understand the people who like drive all the way to the sign and then try to get over because they're trying to like get further ahead in the line, which is a jerk move. But people who are getting over as soon as the first sign pops up, like I think that you should let them over because they're trying to do the right thing immediately instead of breaking line, you know, a mile ahead. Yeah, I really feel like it should be it's like so annoying. One, one from the merging lane, like let one person go, and then the next car that's already in the lane goes, and then the next person. Right. Goes, and I feel like that would just be so intuitive. But nobody does that. <laughs> no. I, the only time I've ever seen that is, like, when people are picking up kids, where they, like, intuitively take turns. Like Yeah. Which, but, I mean, which even you the could car totally line do is that a nightmare. On, but you could totally do that same thing. Well, and it wasn't a specific school. It wasn't at every school I've been to. Right. There's this one school with this one intersection where I've always seen people just, like, intuitively take turns. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah, that's a whole other rant. When I show up at school sometimes, I'm like, how are you people driving like this when you're dropping your own children off and they're crossing the street? You know? <laughs> like, how would you feel if everyone was driving like maniacs and your child was walking across the street? Uh-huh. It's crazy. Alright, so my rant. Uh-huh. Pushy salespeople. Mm-hmm. I went furniture shopping for the first time. Like, I've always bought secondhand or just, yeah. like, bought, been given furniture. I went with my dad. So I wasn't even really buying it. It was really mm-hmm. for him. And it was obvious that this sales person in one of the stores we went into was required to follow us around and um I mean it was not only not helpful it was so distracting that like I couldn't even think about what I was doing and just pretty much wanted to get out of there so if you're a sales that makes manager me not want to buy things yeah if you're a sales manager and that's your policy to have them follow people around I am a person that just left a store and will never go back to it. <laughs> Me or my dad. Because of a pressure tactic. And yeah. it was clear that like it was required because the other salespeople were doing that. Yeah. So if you're a sales manager, do not require your people to be annoying. That's why I like CarMax. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just one example. But I like CarMax because they don't work on commission. And that's why they don't hassle you. Like, this is the price. It's on the car. You either want it or you don't. You don't have to buy from us. If you want to buy from us, great. If you want to sell your car to us, great. If you don't, like everything's so cut and but like, even clear. the other um, even the other furniture places we went to that were commission were like a normal amount of what I would expect for a commission salesperson. Like they make themselves known. They kind of are available. But right. This person at the other store was like literally following us and being like, "Oh, did you see that one?" I kid you not. Like interrupted us like twelve times. Yeah. And I saw another one like following people around so I think it was probably a management like saying like people thinking that it's going to make them more sales and it's the opposite and I just feel bad for the people who have to do that too Mm -hmm. because you know that people are annoyed with you and and don't get me wrong there are some people who go into these stores have no idea what they want to buy and need help you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but I would say most people go into a furniture store or a decorative store of any sort with some idea of what they have in mind Mm -hmm. or they're going to get ideas yeah and they don't need you to like pressure them in any direction a lot of people when shopping browse like that you gotta leave them alone (laughs) to make a decision yes like i understand being available because in the other store that we ended up purchasing from they were available Mm -hmm. i mean they let you know they were there um 
they told you kind of some basic stuff that would apply no matter what you were buying. Right. But, like, as soon as that person asked us questions, they were, like, responsive and realized, oh, these people don't want to be followed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the other person, it was, like, obvious. For our body language, we're turning away. We're, like, right. trying to, like, and just still just followed us all around the store. It was just, like, I couldn't even think. Like, at, at some point, like, I just was, like, staring I'm go at you. sit on one of these couches. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that same concept even happens in restaurants. Like, I want to know what the specials are, but it shouldn't take 15 minutes for you to, like, drill me on what the specials are. And I've waited tables before, and I understand that there's these weird competitions that they do. Like, who can sell the most desserts? Who can have the quickest turn time? Like, you know, and you can sometimes feel when they're rushing you out, you know? But it's still like, <coughs> excuse me, it's still like, just give me the gist, you know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. need all the details. I don't need to know everyone you have on special. I don't need to know. <laughs> Especially when it's on the menu right in front of me. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and it's weird because I know some people respond to that. Like, they like to know all the details, you know? And I'm just, I'm not one of those people. And even on vacation, you know, when you go to other places... You've got a lot of, like, local salespeople. They'll follow you and say, you need this, you need that. You know, like, that's their sales tactic. And they'll say, you need to go on a a trip with us, you know, come on a tour with us. And I know that they're working hard for the money, you know. But I had one guy, right when I got off the ferry, he followed me all the way to my seat at breakfast. And he was like, well, let me give you my phone number, and that way you can call me when you're ready for your tour. And you can come meet me over here, and I'll show you where we go on our tour. Like, he was just... Like those mall so people. Ins- yeah, <laughs> like Just grab your He hands. just never gave up. And <laughs> nope. I finally just had to tell him, hey, I already told you I'm not going on a tour, you know? And I want you to stop following me. Like, because <laughs> it was, like, almost creepy to a point. And he wasn't being aggressive or anything. Well, I guess he was, but not in a way that made me feel uncomfortable, like, safety-wise. Yeah. But it was just like, man, I I feel like I've made it really clear. Don't make me be rude. You know? That kind of thing. Yeah. Because, you know, just the week before last, we were talking about not being rude (laughs) when we didn't have to be rude. I don't want to be rude, but geez. My dad was rude, and the person was still pushing. Right. And I was like... You have guaranteed now that he will never right. from you. <laughs> and he even works in sales. Like, yeah. so for him to be that way is probably surprising. Yeah. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Well, now we can move on to our do it better section. Yay. Of course, we are, you know, vacation people right now. We're on vacations on the brain. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I get sun and I'm by the water, I just feel so relaxed. And it also just, like, poops you out enough that you sleep so well. Mm-hmm. And life just feels all around better, which, of course, that feels better because you're on vacation. But even if it's just a weekend by the pool or something like that, I feel like that's so important to do. That's so true. Well, even if you can't get by the water, like, sometimes I've been sitting on my porch recently. Yeah. And something about getting some fresh air is just so... And we've talked in the past about, you know, making sure you use your vacation days and even if finances are tight and you can't swing a real vacation, I still encourage everyone to take your days and you can hit the local pool or like you said, hang out on your porch or go to a lake. There's so many free things that you can do that still count as, you know, an actual 
vacation, even though it might be more of a staycation Mm -hmm. um, if finances are a problem. But sometimes I think just a day off feels like a vacation. So Mm -hmm. if you're in one of those fields where you work every day, then just take the day off and do whatever you you know want to do instead of what you need to do mm-hmm. and that's a real brain break it's really important to do that mm-hmm. I've been reading and following a lot of things that talk about that and there's one specific quote that says you really should treat your weekends like that as much right as you can. yeah because it's really tempting to just work your whole weekend away on like chores and stuff right um, I stumbled across um, this lady called Ashley Burgess mm-hmm. or I guess that's how you spell it. It's B-E-R-G-E-S, or I mean, I guess that's how you say it, um, on YouTube. And um, just speaking of do it, do it better, is she has some really good relationship advice if you're looking to spice up your romance in a fun way. It's not about, like, if you're having problems or whatever. It's just she's got a really lighthearted way of um, kind of giving you little tips and tricks to how to, you know, add more fun to your relationship through really easy um, ways that, you know, don't involve money or trips or anything extravagant. But then she has some more serious ones too um, of how, like if you are having relationship problems that you could um, follow her along and they're all, they're free. She has some classes too. I think um, maybe through mind body green or um, she has some through her own website, Mm -hmm. but um she has some really good videos to tap into. And there's some on, like, platonic friendships. There's some on romantic relationships. She even has some um, about boundaries with your family. Um, oh, definitely. So, Listen yeah. To that. Cool. Thanks. She's, she's definitely a good one to tune into. Yeah. All right. So my do it better is real basic and everyone knows it already. But <laughs> bring your water with you. It's summer. It's hot. I had a really bad dehydration day where I drank too much coffee and not enough water and went out and did too many things in the sun (laughs) and it was horrific (laughs) Uh, but essentially now I'm like religiously carrying water with me everywhere and um, obviously I'm drinking a lot more than I was before the dehydration day Mm -hmm. now and I just feel so good like it's such a small thing but just make sure you're still getting your water in because it's constant you have to do that all the time it's like sleep like you can't let that go right and I've been doing better lately and it's amazing how much better I feel I feel like that's really important, too, because I always get really nasty cankles <laughs> when I fly or um, do a lot of walking in the heat after flying. Mm-hmm. And so right before I, like the day before or two days before, I always load up on a ton of water. And then the day I fly, I only drink water. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps a ton. Um and it just kind of reminds me, hey, you got to stay hydrated, too, because mm-hmm. that edema won't go away if you, you know, don't stay hydrated. Yeah. So it's important. Plus, this is like the real time for heat stroke. Yeah. And everybody thinks that's like an elderly person thing, and it's totally not. You even have to be careful about your pets this time of year. Like mm-hmm. some places have already seen temperatures over the 100 mark. So, mm-hmm. well, and growing like I'm from Florida originally and growing up in Florida, like it's common culture to like talk about it all the time Mm. and here you kind of forget because it's pretty comfortable most of the year um and it sneaks up like it snuck up on me this year to Mm -hmm. like like do a little extra and make sure I always have it with me and now I'm like back on (laughs) track but yeah um if you haven't been paying attention to your water uh do it because 
awesome. Yeah, I mean, I noticed when I was on vacation, the place I stayed didn't have air conditioning. And so I was sweating a ton and it's really hot down there. But then you have these nice, beautiful breezes and you're like, oh, it's not so bad. But I just had to make sure I was drinking water nonstop because I knew I was losing a lot of water as well. Yeah. So you have to stay on top of it. Mm -hmm. Just don't neglect it, I guess. I have, um, I guess I can link it down below too. I have a collapsible water bottle um, that I really, really like because it's kind of squishy that you um, can put in places that are, it doesn't take up a lot of space, but then after you drink it, you can just roll it up and stick it in the carabiner and it's literally the size of half a dollar bill probably. Um, so it fits easy in purses and things like that too. Oh yeah, link that out one of those. Um, yeah, I got on Amazon for like 10 bucks or eight bucks or something. Nice. So something that I'm really into right now. I'm very excited about this section because there's books on it. <laughs> yeah. I've been reading a lot because I've been beaching a lot and that's what I do. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I read Ghosted by Rosie Walsh. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's kind of a short book. It's a good read. It's a page turner. All of these, and I'm going to talk about our page turners. But um, Ghosted's like a really common, I guess, practice in dating these days. Yes. Um, and I actually heard about like ghosting and stuff like Mark Groves on Instagram uh -huh. from Create the Love. And then also um, The Art of Charm talked about it recently um, in their relationship series. But this one's going to throw you a curveball. It's not necessarily typical... I met you on Tinder type ghosting, but it's a, it's a real deep story and I, uh, I liked it a lot. Ooh, yeah. And then next I read When Life Gives You Lululemons and that's by Laura Weisberger. And she, um, wrote The Devil's, The Devil Wears Prada and she has a bunch of books kind of in this series, but I, I would say it doesn't matter if you read them in order because I haven't read them in order and it made perfect sense to me, but that one's just about, um, these three women working together in an unexpected way to accomplish a goal. I don't want to give too much away, but it was very <laughs> exciting and it's a great read. And I actually read that one in less time than I read Ghosted and Ghosted is about half the length of <laughs> this one. Um, I just, once I started, I was like, I got to stick with it. And then um, Jasmine Guillory, um, she wrote The Proposal and this isn't the first book that I've read where there was an actual focus that the characters, some of the characters and the lead character or the main character is African-American. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why there was such a big point in the book that she was African-American. Um, but that's the first book that I've ever read where like they made it a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's part of the thing of reading and I don't mean big deal in a bad way I just mean like they they came out and said this she's African-American her boyfriend's white and you know mm -hmm. whatever and it's kind of interesting because when you're reading a book or at least when I'm reading a book I always see the characters in my mind mm -hmm. and it was kind of funny because before they even like said that in the book I had already kind of created those characters in my mind which mm -hmm. was really interesting um but that book is super cute um and I, yeah, I read all three of these in like a week and three days. That's <laughs> so awesome. it's a lot. It's like half of my summer quota that I've read. Um, and then the only other thing that I'm into right now is I got this um, Sea to Summit uh, extra large bowl from REI. And I think it's intended for camping, but it's collapsible and um, it has a lid and it collapses down to like less than an inch. 
and then it opens up to be about two inches deep and about it's seven inches probably in diameter and um I used it for takeaway at restaurants if I didn't finish my food because it's microwavable and I also um I mean it rinsed out super easy and then I also took it with me in my purse um to like a taco stand and things like that to avoid having to have like wrapped tacos or things that came in a platter and just whenever I ordered I was like oh and do you mind to put it in this you know so I could just take it away with me um and just to help cut down on waste. paper and wrapping and waste and um it's held up really well um I like how the lid um twists on and I filled it up with water when I first got it to kind of test it and no water leaked out. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend, like, ordering soup and carrying it in your purse or anything. Just because <laughs> that doesn't seem like a smart idea in general. But you, it, it did hold water. I'll say that. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should do that. Um, mm-hmm. But if you had something with um, some liquid in it as part of the dish, I think it would be totally fine for you to take that home with you. That makes sense to use things that are meant for camping for takeout, too. Yeah, I mean, this is silicone. I definitely wouldn't heat it up. I think the mark's like 350 or something like that. Um, But, I mean, I probably wouldn't do that, especially in the microwave. Uh, I'd probably just do a few seconds stir, a few seconds stir kind of thing, build it up instead of putting it in a bunch of heat. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's microwave safe and um, dishwasher safe, so that's nice. That's awesome. Not I that love you ever that. have a dishwasher when you're camping, but <laughs> <laughs> you do here. You're so. using when you're takeout so that you don't use styrofoam. <laughs> exactly. All right, so I'm into salami. I always have loved salami. I like salami too. Um, it's been like and pepperoni back on my uh, wheelhouse lately. It makes me very happy. I've been eating it a lot. Have you tried those um, salami cheese wraps, like the cheese stick mm-hmm. with the salami wrapped around? They have those at Publix, and they're phenomenal, yeah. and they have them with pepperoni. Yes, I like the pepperoni ones. I like both of those. I found um, a more affordable salami. Mm-hmm. It's not organic, though, but it's so much cheaper than that Yeah. <laughs> so I've been using that one as, like, sandwiches, and I make myself, like, a warm panini type thing every day. That makes me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Starbucks has, um... A little like salami tray, and I've had that a few times with all my yeah. teacher gift cards. Yeah, so it's just I've been like my summer with, like snack. the egg and salami. Well, and... this one just has salami. Oh, cheese. yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. So, and I've been trying to do um, less carbs and sugar, mm-hmm. and so meat, you know, obviously is on the rotation again. And salami just makes me feel good. Like I feel like I'm treating myself, you know. Yeah. And feels very Italian. Yeah. Mediterranean. Yeah, it's like very Classy. summery. It makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and well, speaking of Starbucks or wherever you get your coffee, hopefully mostly at local places. I know. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not putting Starbucks Um, in the notes. (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, but I think, oh, and I'm really big into ice drinks right now because it's so hot. But if you normally only use milk or half and half in your coffee, I really encourage you to kick it up a notch by replacing that with just a splash of heavy whipping cream Mm -hmm. because you, I mean, a dabble do ya. If you are used to using, like, skim milk especially. Um, And I know everybody freaks out. That's so much fat. But whatever. (laughs) Fat doesn't make you fat. So. Thank you. Splash it in there. Stir it up. It's so decadent and rich and delicious that it transforms the drink. Oh, it's just so good. You don't even need any flavoring or anything. It's sweet. 
naturally and it has this richness that just makes it frothy and I feel delicious. like it has that same thing as Sami. It like feels like this yeah, indulgent, it, like it luxury feels thing. Good, yeah. It feels like a self-care thing. And it is, you know, more calorically heavy and it is, you know, it does have fat, but it's definitely not going to break your day if you have a splash of cream well, it's in your coffee. a whole lot better than <laughs> eating, like, my white tortilla. <laughs> right, yeah. Things. So, totally. <laughs> but, yeah, try that. It's it's good. In fact, I, I guess you well. could do both of those. You get salami and have <laughs> your <laughs> right there. A 3 p.m. <laughs> day lifter. Treat, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So far, we were just thinking section. I just wanted to say that we're thinking of our California friends um, during the scary time of the earthquake and the aftershock. Um, and I know that that's got to be super scary, um, even though I guess it's a little bit of a common place there. But I was seeing a lot of um, updates on Instagram and reading the news and things like that of people who were impacted by that. So we're thinking of you. And also yesterday, I just kind of wanted to give a shout out that I was really glad to see posts about Independence Day that weren't just about fireworks and pool time and barbecue. Um, I feel like there were a lot that the real meaning behind our independence in 1776 seemed to be a focus. And I really appreciated that because I think sometimes we get wrapped up in the barbecues and dressing up and cute swimsuits and stuff like that. And um, I, I feel like there is a, a good presence. I mean, of course, there was that stuff on there, too. But I do feel like there was a good presence of um, the real reason of the day um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of seemed nice. Yeah. I saw some really good quotes, too, just talking about how, I don't know, the work we still have to do in our political climate mm-hmm. <laughs> of treating everybody fairly and uh, addressing that on 4th of July in a way that wasn't like bashing it was like right. hope, hopeful and I, I really liked it catching that spirit of like um acknowledging that things aren't how we want them to be yet mm-hmm. but like that there's a vision and an inspiration instead of just saying like here's all the things that's wrong you know it was like freedom for everybody right wish I had the quote in front of me but I do not but I just <laughs> I like that it was positive yeah well and I saw multiple things but uh that were just focusing on inspiration and moving yeah. forward. It was just nice to see that. It seemed mm-hmm. like people's heart were was in the right place were in the right place yesterday and their mind um even though they were probably doing some of those things it's they still kind of remembered the reason of the day and that mm-hmm. was refreshing. Meaningful. Okay, so the thing that I've been thinking about since we've been off obviously is resting well. Um I've taken time off lately and realized through that process that I'm a little rusty and like calming down. It's <laughs> taken me a long time to calm, to come down. And I've been listening to this podcast, um, the next right thing. It's, um, Emily Freeman Freeman. I think her name is, oh, sorry if that, that's not her name. I know it's called the next right thing. And she talks a lot about different types of taking space mm-hmm. and rest. And it was just so interesting. She's got so many different episodes that are all on that same topic, which to me, if I heard that topic, I would not think it was enough for a podcast right. <laughs> of like just rest, mm-hmm. essentially, or taking space. Or, But it's so nuanced and uh, very interesting. I feel like I'm learning so much about different kinds of taking a break and different kinds of taking care of yourself. And I think that's not something that I know a lot about as yeah. far as um, nuanced ways of resting. And I feel like I've been learning about that this last couple weeks and it's been really interesting um yeah I heard about that taking up space um in a positive way from Steph Godreau which is um formerly Stupid Easy Paleo Mm -hmm. but she has a podcast called Harder to Kill and Mm -hmm. she does like a training program that's harder to kill 
Um, and um, I think her Instagram is at Steph Godreau or something like that. But she talks about taking up space and, you know, being proud of who you are and accepting your flaws and, you know, not minimizing who you are to accommodate others. And I think that that's always really helpful to have a reminder of that. And I think women are probably a little more likely to <laughs> do, take that mindset um, to diminish themselves, to like shine the light on others. Um, mm-hmm. But then I know some aren't, so I guess it could go either way. But I think that's a, a big message for people to um, hear and embrace, especially um, the women who maybe aren't comfortable in their skin or maybe aren't comfortable in their lifestyle or, you know, whatever it may be that they take up the space that they're deserving to take up because Mm -hmm. we're Mm -hmm. all worthy, you know? Mm -hmm. And like having alone time versus having, she talks a lot about like how we have a variety of needs and, you know, you might need a, a spiritual retreat of some sort. You might need a social retreat of like away from people. You might need a mental break if that's where you're exhausted uh physically like if you're like working out too much or just anything she just addresses that like the rest has to apply to ever, like different areas of your life and where you're tired kind of is what you have to focus on and it's, it's maintenance you got to keep keep doing it and pay attention to it and it's like water you can't forget but you right. got to keep doing that so i feel like i've learned a lot about that recently i think that's important for sure um, because you are who you are, you yeah. know, and you've got to own that. Yeah. So. And you're allowed to need those things. Like you were just saying, taking up space, like it's a natural part, just like water and sleep, like needing rest is a natural part of being a human. Like you don't need to feel like that's something you have to give up. And I think, um, like you said before, I mean, maybe men do the same thing. I don't know. I shouldn't say, but I well, think yeah. women definitely <laughs> don't give themselves the room they need to take care of themselves. Like people treat it like a luxury when it's just basic health, I think. Right. I can see that too. And and that's why I said women, I feel like probably moms, you know, like definitely I know like we've talked before that statistically, you know, um, women care for other people and therefore kind of neglect their own health and things like that. So, I mean, I think that could even go into the taking up space, like making sure you're doing that self care and keeping up with your own needs, just like, you're making other people in your life do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yes. you, you have to do that, too. And, you know, I've seen people do that well, and I've seen people do that poorly, and it makes me realize, like, if you want to keep serving other people or providing for other people, you have you have to do that. <laughs> like, you cannot um, just let yourself go and expect to still be able to give. Well, my send-off this week is a question to ask yourself just how can you take care of yourself today and enjoy a few small things sometimes for me even just like enjoying my water bottle it sounds silly but like <laughs> I love my water bottle I love all my little stickers on it it just makes me so happy um <laughs> a shower just like enjoying the shower I mean I don't oh, yeah. take showers really often but like slow down and just enjoy your shower like yeah. eat some veggies and fruits cause use your dry brush reminder. before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Make, make your shower an event just enjoy it yeah just or like we talked about with our short. bath last time like yeah, but even if you take a short one, sure, just yeah. just like slowing down to think Be about present. it. Be present. Yes. Yeah. Take a walk outside, do it, do the things you like, and enjoy them. Yeah. And if you really do need a boost in your day, I encourage you to check out the Bucket List family on YouTube and Instagram. I'm sure you've heard of them before, um, but I'm just always so amazed at the adventures that they're able to take their little kiddos on because they're truly amazing. And they're definitely a blessed family for sure. 
Um, but um, in some of their past videos, I've you know heard them mention how they're trying not to spend money on their trips. They've got good partnerships and um, they're doing some other things to cover the cost of those travels. But um, I just think it's so cool to see how these little kids travel the world and get so much cultural experience. And, and maybe because I am a teacher and we see, you know, you see these kids, we see these kids, um, you know, that sometimes haven't even left their own city. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of cool to see how these kiddos are traveling the world and seeing all these different cultures and learning how to interact and communicate with people that are different than them and accept those differences. And it's just so important that I wish that there was a way that every family was able to do that. And, and I know that there's not maybe to that extent, but I do think that, you know, it's important that parents take their children out of their normal setting and let them be exposed to different, mm -hmm. you know? I, I, I really like to their approach to parenting. Like, I feel like they have so many ideas mm -hmm. that apply to any kind of, any parent, but also to like teachers, if you're helping children develop in any way, it's like very interesting, the things that they're focused on. I feel like they're very meaning focused experiences which yeah is really awesome and I think you can create those I even you know I know a lot of people in the summer go to the library and listen to read alouds and mm -hmm. things like that and I think that's a good place to start like hang out with kiddos that maybe aren't from your school district or go mm -hmm. hang out in another area of town um, to go to the park where you can meet new friends and yes. you could hang out with new kids that have a different background than you or mm -hmm. you know maybe you take your child to a play lodge that has, or, you know, something like that, that has students with disabilities or, mm -hmm. you know, keep them exposed to things that are different from them. Because I think a huge disadvantage to a lot of our culture is that we only, um, play, learn, spend time with people who are similar to us. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's normal for older people to gravitate toward because you've learned that you have more in common and things like that. But little people before they have that, um, I think it's important that they're exposed to different before they get to that point in their life where they're picking their friends and things like that. Because I think a lot of the reason that we pick similar is because we're not exposed to different. Mm -hmm. And it's very important in those early, early years to have that exposure. So it's not weird, you know, it's, it's your normal. You, you don't see, um, differences as a bad thing, you yes. know, yeah. obviously you're going to notice different, you know what I mean? And I think that's important, but I think it's also a critical time to learn how to embrace different rather than be afraid of different. Yeah. And I think when you're little, it's much easier to overcome that than and to be respectful and to handle yeah, it. Well, just before to teach you're them. formed, because then it's, it's hard to untrain the brain, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that that's just really important. Um, so you can check them out. They're everywhere, but it's called the bucket list family. Um, and they're on YouTube and Instagram and probably everywhere else. That's just the only two, any things I know about. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thanks for your support. We really appreciate it. And we also appreciate it when you tell people about us. And thanks for coming back every other week to listen to us. And you can follow us on Instagram at We Were Just Thinking. You can also subscribe and favorite on the platform where you listen to us. So you'll get a notification when we post a brand new episode. And remember, that's coming every other Sunday. And until next, next time, be authentically you without apology. apology. See ya.